Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hi, before we bring in the goth ninjas, let's talk about the after party on our Patreon page. Every Friday, Kimberly Johnson and I record a fourth podcast, but this one is different from the usual Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday shows. The Friday after party podcast is loaded with all the politics you want, while also including uncensored, completely obscene conversations about sex, drugs, movies, television, and our personal lives. All the crap we can't get away with on the free show, and it's generating all kinds of comments and conversation on our Patreon page at bobseskashow.com. Don't miss out. Please help support this show by subscribing to our Friday After Party podcast for just 10 bucks a month. Oh, and plus, you'll get two post-mortem shows every week for that $10 a month. That's bobseskashow.com, or just click the all-caps Patreon link beneath the logo at bobseska.com. And now, let the cartoons begin. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters. Relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Napoleon once said, when asked to explain the lack of great statesmen in the world, that to get power, you need to display absolute pettiness. To exercise power, you need to show true greatness. Such pettiness and such greatness are rarely found in one person. I look upon the events of the past weeks, and I've never come so to grips with that quotation. For ladies and gentlemen of this Congress, it pains my soul to tell you that you have brought blood and shame under this great dome. Your leadership has raised the stakes of hate to a level where we can no longer separate the demagogue from the truly inspired. And believe this, there are traitors among us. And I'm not talking about those of you who sided against your party leadership. I'm talking about those of you who were patriots to your party, but traitors to the necessary end result, that of righteousness, the truth. And you know, I am not free of blame. Right from the start, I should have come down here, pointed a finger your way, pointed a finger your way and asked you, have you no decency, sir? Hate and ego have no place residing in what my good friend Lane Hansen calls the chapel of democracy. Bob Seska! Bob! 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 The Bob Seska Show. Yeah, it was from uh, one of my favorite political movies of all time. That was from uh, The Contender. And the dude, President the Dude. From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, January 7, 2021, and this is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hi, what's up? My name is Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello, day 1,449 of the Trump crisis, 13 days until Inauguration Day. It's Thursday, and of course, you know what that means. It is the Goth Ninjas. They're here today. It's Jody Hamilton from the From the Bunker podcast, from dash the dash bunker.com. Also at sexyliberal.com. It is your uh, podcasting superstation, sexyliberal.com. Also, David Ferguson. We call him T Rex. T Rex Report podcast, patreon.com slash T Rex Report. Also from Astral Summer, astralsummer.bandcamp.com. Fresh from their live performance on our New Year's Eve show. Welcome, uh, Goth Ninjas. Uh, lots to talk about here today, obviously. Yeah, when are we playing? Because Dave and Ike are here, and um, I just wanted to know what songs do you want to do today. 
<laughs> oh shit! You scared the hell out of me. I said, you know, for know, a second there, I was going, going, they're not actually here. I was going, oh shit! Were they going to do a song today? And I completely forgot about it. <laughs> I was going to totally play it out and describe Ike's unitard to you, but oh my god, you and uh, and Dave Martin were fantastic on that. That entire New Year's Eve say, show those, was just those so kinds great. Of shows, yeah. those kinds of like impromptu, like one person, one guitar shows. I almost always throw a bum note in there somewhere. <laughs> like it's just it's a given. <laughs> Shut that up. That I'm gonna throw a clam, and for some bizarre reason, <laughs> neither one of those songs did I ever forget a lyric or throw a clam. I guess it was just the fact that like. I was so happy to be entertaining this audience. Oh, it sounded so good, David. You guys were yeah, so good were on the show. And, it just and, flowed. And, of course, yeah. Jody, I mentioned on Stephanie's show yesterday. Yeah, how hammered I was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I heard that's, that. That's, I heard that. That's what you get for refrigerator sex there, young lady. <laughs> I burst out laughing. I was walking and I just started laughing. I'm like, well, I'm not going to argue. Let him go. Yeah, Let him you, roll. He's on a roll. You Let him hammered go. on tab? But <laughs> exactly. I That's swear what to God. I was hammered on. When this is all over, and I'm talking about the pandemic, and you're back over there for another uh, happy hour podcast or something like that, you've got to make sure to tell Stephanie, Chris, and Travis mm-hmm. your backyard porn story. I know. Because they, they, they didn't I know. I can't believe they've never heard they it. They didn't yeah, know. I said, I said yesterday to them, and I said, yeah, Jody told us about her... Uh, the, well, not her, but the the porn the. movie that was the porno that was shot in her backyard. And they're like, oh, my God, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I, I have a scoop. I like got a scoop. A scandalous, salacious thing about Jody's life that we've missed. <laughs> That's exactly I right. I keep some things close to the vest. <laughs> okay, well, um, obviously we have to get down to uh, what's been going on in the last 24 hours or so. Talk about the convergence of wonderful news and and some of the worst news possible yeah. all happening mm-hmm. at the same time david you were saying before the show how you were feeling really good because of course everything turned out extraordinarily well in your uh, home state yes, of georgia thank you, you georgia now, Yay. You, you now have uh two democratic senators here at blue state bitches <laughs> that i've been telling y'all this yeah for all this time that like we are just barely being held red by, by trick by tricks and voter suppression and now <laughs> tricks yeah it's uh it's true uh yeah. and i'm just i'm so proud of my state i was like screaming at the tv like lola in that scene in run lola run where she's you know with the roulette yeah. wheel and then it came down on the and they were like Ossoff declared the winner and it was just like yeah! Oh, it felt so good. Uh, I mean, especially, I mean, we ended up going to bed Tuesday night before they had called the Ossoff race. Yeah. But we went to bed feeling good. We went to bed mm-hmm. knowing that, okay, the numbers are breaking down the way they should break down. The outstanding counties are predominantly Democratic counties. The votes to come in are going to be mostly for Ossoff. So I think we can rest easy now. And that's how we uh, handled it. Woke up in the morning and and uh, started watching the mayhem on television <laughs> happening uh, downtown. Let me say something really quick about election nights. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we are hopefully not having any more for a while. <laughs> but when we do... I love the way you put that. <laughs> if you can't talk to Steve Kornacki, you should call me and I'll put you on the phone with Ben. Because <laughs> his statistical analysis skills are crazy. Yeah, they like, are. I mean, he's sweet and cute, and everyone thinks he's so adorable, and they constantly underestimate him because he, like, can run numbers like Rain Man. Uh-huh. Like, and he <laughs> had done, he looked at, like, PPI polling, uh, Rasmussen, uh, all the big ones, and he was like, I think the New York Times polling is the most solid. Yeah. And yeah. all night, as I was, like, rolling up and down the emotional roller coaster, he kept saying, baby, Warnock's going to win it by 1.2. Mm-hmm. And Asa's going to win it by under a percentage point, but he's going to win it. And I and I was just like, why? why that, that? He's like New York Times, and then sure enough, absolutely right. So yeah, in the yeah. future, if you need someone to like talk the talk you through the data <laughs> in a calm and adorable, reassuring voice, Ben, I'll put Ben on the phone. With you. Yeah, he is. Okay, the that's cor- good to know. He's the Kornacki whisperer. <laughs> he, he knows where Kornacki is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, He's so, my koala Naki. So we were able to uh, not only oust David Perdue and Kelly Leffler, two yes! fucking Sorry, I mean, knobs. can I just dance a little victory dance here? Just on the, I mean, <laughs> yes, yes we're happy that on, on, Ossoff and Warnock are going in. Yeah. But goodbye, Kelly. Yeah, goodbye. Yeah, yeah here goodbye, you can. David. You, goodbye. You, you can, about to lose your job. You about to lose your job. <laughs> Sorry. Um, well, I was going to say you could dance to this. Oh, parade. Oh, parade. 
looking for directions to the boat parade. <laughs> there was a uh, Kelly Sellers punctured in. David's on. T- anyway. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, there was a uh, photo that was circulating yesterday during, you know, the invasion of the U.S. Capitol. In, in the lower corner of this picture of the riot, there was a guy whose face was red and he was all sweaty. And Nick Lutzko tweeted that out going, people are saying that's me and that's not me. I don't go to those. Things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Nick Lutzko is known as the sweaty red guy now, <laughs> Just generally speaking. So um, getting serious here, as I said, There's there was so a, much uh, to unpack. Yeah. There was a red hat yesterday. Mm-hmm, red hat invasion of the U.S. Capitol. I mean, that's what it was for the first time since the war of 1812 the u.s capitol building was breached the article one powers uh, the constitutional powers granted to congress were obstructed for an entire day uh you know this the the sovereignty of the american voter was attacked yesterday Mm -hmm. physically Mm -hmm. prompted and i want to get this out right away because there's a lot of bullshit happening of course it's happening from the conservative entertainment complex the red hat entertainment complex make no mistake Yesterday, as recently as yesterday, if not the past weeks, Donald Trump, Donald Trump Jr., Rudy Giuliani were all prompting this. They were all Uh enabling and encouraging this. Donald Trump said point blank. After I'm done talking, we're all going to march down to the Capitol Capitol building. And I was like, you can't march down a six foot ramp, buddy. (laughs) That's exactly right. Well, of course, he didn't do any You're marching. You're not marching anywhere. Yeah, but, well, much like Donald Trump, he sends... your SUV down the sidewalk. Yeah, Trump sends other people to do his fighting. That's how he works. Yeah. He's, he's all fine sitting in his fucking baby bunker tweeting about it. But then he's got to send other people to go down and, you know, be in the line of fire in his stead. That's what he does. That's what he did in Vietnam, for fuck's sake. Where's the fucking rubber bullets? Right. You know, where's the things that were turned on all the peaceful protesters in Lafayette Square? Yeah, yeah. This is just, the double standard is ridiculous. And the fact, I mean, you know, I'm a fiction writer. Mm-hmm. I have maybe at some point tried to think, I was like, I could write a scene where people infiltrate the halls of Congress, but it would be so complicated. Yeah. No. Huh, no. These assholes just walked in. Yeah. Well, they let them in. Yeah. That's, that's the horrible thing about this, David, is because... Now, there's a roadmap, and it's all on video. You want to copycat what happened yesterday? Now you know how to do it. If you show up at the Capitol building with enough people, and you're angry enough, and you start pushing back against the barricades, you are going to be able to go en masse into the halls of Congress, vandalize it, And just it, walking around like you're at Disney fucking world. Yeah. You know, if those had been black protesters, right. we would have a giant pile of bodies. Oh, right. Yeah. Yep. And that is one of the things that just makes me boil. Yeah, I mean, here's some history right here, some Capitol Police history. In 2013, a black woman named Miriam Carey, Miriam Carey. Made, I had to write that story up. She made a wrong U-turn. Made, made a fun. U-turn at a checkpoint near the Capitol building. Capitol Police and Secret Service shot her 26 times, killing Jeez. her while her 13-month-old daughter was in the back fucking seat. That was someone who made a bad U-turn. Also, more than 180, we all remember this, we saw the pictures from 2017, more than 180 disabled activists were arrested protesting the Republican effort to repeal the Affordable Care Act. They dragged were, out of their assistance chairs. Yes. Dragged out of their chairs. dragged across mm-hmm. the ground and right. thrown into paddy wagons. Yeah. And these fucking insurrectionists, these anti-American buttwads, stood there and took selfies with the Capitol Police. After the Capitol Police let them through the gates. It's on yep. video. So mm-hmm. as the FBI is now trying to facially identify all of the insurrectionists, they should also be identifying the Capitol Police officers. Absolutely. Who open Absolutely. those gates. If they were, I guess I'm assuming they were Capitol Police. I could be yeah, wrong. Yeah, they were. I think they According were. to the mayor, those were Capitol Police because yeah, they, yeah. they're the ones that that are supposed to protect the Capitol. And she, and they're her like press conference. Rangers. They're not DC yeah, police. Yeah. yeah, they're not. DC police was there, but she wanted the National Guard. She asked for him a week ago mm-hmm. and was denied that. And so she, today in her press Virginia conference. Virginia ended up sending their National Guard. Virginia yeah, did, yeah. yes. Um, uh, she is livid, needless mm-hmm. to say. She's she's asking for D.C. statehood now, and if not, she should have the power to call up. Any mayor should in D.C. should have the power to call up the Guard if needed, yeah. because mm-hmm. legally she can't. That's right. 
That was one of the downsides of DC not having a statehood is because they didn't have the resources that a normal state would have. And so that's one of the many loopholes here. I mean, I can't I can't barn doors we're going to have to close now. I, I can't believe we're sitting here talking about this in a post 9/11 world, in a post Sandy Hook world that people like this were able to just walk right in, climb over the walls, in through the windows, walk through the doors for fuck's sake. We are post 9-11. I have to take my shoes off every time I go to the airport, and so do you, and so do you, and so do you. And and that's because of 9-11. But these guys, I guess, because there are, I don't know, um, Trump loyalists within the Capitol Police. Who knows? I mean, we can only speculate how that all went down yesterday. Why they were obviously white people. That's a big part of it. You know, and on that note, um, since we're talking about this, Joy Reid, did a, a great speech yesterday while this was all going down. I want to play a little of this uh, speech from MSNBC yesterday and the great Joy Reid. Mm-hmm. These people were so unafraid of the cops yeah. who were sparsely distributed through our capital, which hasn't been breached since 1812 yep. when it was burned. The reason they could easily and casually, with their cameras on, film themselves throwing things through the walls of our Capitol, our property, going inside the Capitol, sitting in uh, Speaker Pelosi's office, casually Mm -hmm. take pictures of themselves, have that played on Fox News. They know that they are not in jeopardy because the cops are taking selfies with them, walking them down the steps to make sure they're not hurt, taking care with their bodies, not like they treated Freddie Gray's body. White Americans aren't afraid of the cops. White Americans are never afraid of the cops, even when they're committing insurrection, even when they're engaged in attempting to occupy our capital to steal the votes of people who look like me, because in their minds, they own this country, they own that capital, they own the cops, the cops work for them, and people like me have no damn right to try to elect a president. Because we don't get to pick the president, they get to pick the president, they own the president, they own the White House, they own this country. And so when you think you own it, you own the place, you ain't afraid of the police because the police are you and the police reflect back to them. We're with you. You're good. We're not going to hurt you because you're not them. Guarantee you if that was a Black Lives Matter protest in D.C., there would already be people shackled, arrested Mm -hmm. or dead. Yeah. Joy Reid. That's absolutely fucking right. And that was just one of the many injustices that occurred yesterday. I mean, then his like stupid statement that he made yeah. to try to so, allegedly uh-huh. calm down. Oh, holy just, fucking shit was even worse because did, he said it was worse. Yeah, because he said, "I love you. We love you. You're we love so you. special. You're so special. Isn't that and sweet?" And he, he reiterated the bullshit about the election. It oh. was a giant participation trophy to everybody in the building. Yes, it was. You know, you're special. You got inside, and <sighs> I just I admit I heard it on the radio in the car, and I almost broke a bone in my hand banging my hand on a steering wheel because I was just like you know he's still escalating he's still like stolen election stolen from you stolen from me (laughs) you know what they need to do you know know what they fucking need to do whether it's Donald Trump Rudy Giuliani any point in between Josh Hawley of course or Ted Cruz or Louis Gohmert or any of those dozens if not hundreds of invaders yesterday you know what they fucking need to do they need to fucking own this uh-huh. I'm sick and fucking Absolutely. tired of these guys wreaking havoc and then going around going, well, it wasn't me. Uh, I mean, who, me? Did I, are you you're serious? I didn't do it. It was Antifa. It doesn't get much more clear than standing yeah. there on the mall with yeah. a bunch of your lunk-headed, mouth-breathing, inbred, sheet-wearing, gun-humping fucktards. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then just getting them all fired up and saying, let's walk right over there. I mean that's incitement, period. Yes, that's, it you is. And, let's like let's that's like him saying let's you and them fight. Well, right. and you also, know? and then he goes and hides in the bunker. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, it was Ted Cruz and every motherfucker in in the house that supported this and gave him an ovation because he mm-hmm. ha- was going to object to the Arizona delegate being de- um, electoral votes being um, allowed. Yeah. Those people are responsible as well because they knew that this was coming. They were warned that mm-hmm. this was coming. There were T-shirts made for fuck's sake. Oh yeah, yep. And then and then for for Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham to try to be sane yesterday, and Lindsey saying, "I'm done. I'm over it. I'm done." Mm-hmm. Um, they had an opportunity a year ago to take this motherfucker. Out they had of the office. In 2016. No, no, no. Yeah. Just no, no. Let's just you go with impeachment. the impeachment. Yeah. The, 
every fucking senator that didn't vote to convict, and I'm looking at everybody but Romney, and he only convicted on one, but at least he did that. Yeah. They're all at fault for t- yesterday. All of them. Every mm-hmm. fucking Republican that did not vote to impeach or convict is responsible for everything that fucking happened yesterday. How the fuck does Claire McCaskill get replaced by this fucking knob, Ugh. Josh Hawley, who gave the insurrectionists a fist pump? That's one of the yep. enduring, indelible images of yesterday, uh-huh. is Josh Hawley, a sitting United States senator, as people are attacking the United States Capitol, he is giving them a fist bump, encouraging them, and then uh-huh. standing up there later on that night going, well, who, me? I didn't do anything. Uh-huh. I condemn violence. Yeah, fucking bullshit you fucking mm-hmm. pussies you guys need to start taking responsibility for your action the party of personal responsibility needs to start doing that again you know well, as, and giuliani well, too. that would require yeah. a grasp of unintended outcomes and that actions have consequences mm-hmm. and they're in that sociopathic I'm the victim here. Everything I do is justified. Mindset that they don't even ever begin to think about the long the long term repercussions. Yeah, long term repercussions down the road. Um, yeah, and so- yeah, it's like. But I was worried last night personally that they were going to burn Congress down. It yeah. was going to be a yeah. literal Reichstag fire. Well, you know what they found? I mean, uh, they found an IED. They found yeah. several IEDs, and there were several at the uh, both the DNC and the RNC headquarters too, which are both located on Capitol Hill. The FBI is seeking to identify individuals instigating violence in Washington D.C. This is a message from the FBI itself. Mm-hmm. We are accepting tips and digital media depicting rioting or violence in and around the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. If you have information, visit fbi.gov slash U.S. Capitol, and that's capital with an O, not an A. So fbi.gov slash U.S. Capitol to report uh, any identifications there. There were uh, officers found two pipe bombs and a cooler with Molotov cocktails close to the Capitol grounds. 14 law officers were injured, one seriously, and over 50 people were Arrested. I mean, we didn't really see any of those arrests, so I guess that's accurate. I only saw a couple people inside the building that were being arrested <clears throat> initially. Um, yeah. The other thing that with Giuliani yesterday, after all this crap had already started, yeah. he made that stupid phone call to who oh, he thought was yeah. Tuberville. Yeah. And then said on the phone call, while this was going on, because of what he wanted this guy to do, he wanted not only for three states to be objected to, but ten. How weird he got that fucking number. Yeah. So basically he said, you know, you need, y'all need to do this at least till noon on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know that this was what began this bullshit, and you're making a phone call making it worse? Not yeah. just three states, but ten? Yeah, he just lined up the entire strategy on the phone yeah. accidentally to the wrong person. He was supposed to be Thank calling Tuberville, and instead right. he called someone else who leaked the uh, voicemail message. And it's Rudy Giuliani basically saying, you know what, stall this process for a couple of more days until we get the Pennsylvania legislature to do their thing to withdraw their certification or whatever the fuck the Pennsylvania fucking red hat fuck nuts were preparing to do. And that was the strategy. Stupid fucking Rudy Giuliani. Oh my God. The dumbest criminals... Once again, we see another illustration of the dumbest criminals in the history of dumb criminals. You know what they did? You know what they successfully did? They made sure that the United States Congress would certify the electoral vote. All those protesters (laughs) who are now going to prison for the rest of their fucking miserable lives, they fucked up big time. They got the opposite of what they wanted, and thank fucking God for it. By the way, if you think we're over the top today where they're screaming in a and I'll speak for myself, all the F words. Uh, (laughs) You haven't heard Joe Scarborough yet. Joe Scarborough this morning. Joe Scarborough. Yes. He dropped the F bomb on morning Joe this morning, but that was only uh, one small part of this. Here's a, you know, the, the highlight from the Joe Scarborough rant. This was at six o'clock this morning. So I want to know from the Capitol Hill police, what, what, what is it? Is it just white people or is it Donald Trump supporters? Why do you scream at people for walking across the street three blocks away from the Capitol? Why are you known as badasses around the Capitol? But then Trump supporters come in and you open the fucking doors for them. You open the doors for them and let them breach the people's house. What is wrong with you? I also want to know, 
Are we a nation of laws? Are we a nation of one man? Donald J. Trump called for the insurrection against the United States of America. He called for it. Rudy Giuliani called for combat justice just an hour or two before this happened. Donald Trump Jr. said, we are coming for you. Mm-hmm. That's insurrection against the United States of America. And if Donald Trump Jr., Rudy Giuliani, and Donald Trump are not arrested today for insurrection and taken to jail and booked, And if the Capitol Hill police do not go through every video and look at the face of every person that invaded our Capitol, and if they are not arrested and brought to justice today, then we are no longer a nation of laws and we only tell people they can do this again and guess what this is what i've been saying about oregon for about portland for months all right for months he he did as of course to do a little lefty bashing yeah yeah i was just gonna say right he had me up until the very end of that right but okay we'll take it he always has to ruin it (laughs) i know why do you gotta ruin shit joe please he was almost sexy there for a second i I was like whoa you know like it's like, damn, Joe, I've never heard you like this before. What's going on? I know Amy Vanderpool tweeted that out this morning, too. Yeah, she was like, yeah. I think I'm in love with Joe Scarborough, and that, and I blame Donald Trump for that, too. Well, well the, thing um, that, the thing that popped into my head as I was listening to Joe Scarborough just now is the fact that um, a lot of these guys, especially the ones who have one foot in the QAnon conspiracy collective, uh-huh. these people think that 9-11 was an inside job, that somehow right. the United States government orchestrated this attack on 9-11 between the trade towers and the you know Flight 93 and, of course, the Pentagon. And uh, in this they case... They quite roll out private social security, but yeah. they executed a massive multi-continental espionage operation. <laughs> Exactly. Well, to me, what happened yesterday was on par with events like Sandy Hook, on par with events like 9-11. That was the kind of attack it was against the very fabric of who we are as a country. And this one, the one that happened yesterday, really was an inside job. That really was the president of the United States orchestrating that. There were uh, insurrectionists who were reportedly coordinating with the White House. Right. To continue doing their occupation of the Congress for a long enough period of time. We heard Rudy Giuliani outlining what the goals were in terms of how long they want to stall the certification of the electoral vote. So it wasn't just, you know, Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz, etc. It was all of these insurrectionists. This was part of the plan. It's all these erections. It was all these no, they didn't have nearly enough. If they had erections, they wouldn't be there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't no, know what's wrong with that. They constantly me. have erections because no women want to touch them. I mean, what else What else do you make of this? What makes I mean, it so evil? At his rally yesterday, Donald Trump said, again, we're going to walk down to the Capitol because you'll never take back our country with weakness. You have to show strength and you have to be strong. That was the president of the United States to the followers moments before they walked down to the Capitol building and did exactly that. Rudy Giuliani, again, calling for trial by combat. And then, and then they, afterwards, they're going, well, it was Antifa. Antifa clearly I volunteer as tribute. I could take Rudy in combat, hand to hand, no yes. weapons. Just give me a fountain pen. I'll put it right through his eye into his skull. Right. And he, as he was walking to the dais yesterday to deliver his remarks, I'm talking about Rudy here. They were playing Macho Man by the Ugh. village people. Macho Man, for a guy who is so fucking grotesquely out of shape, they had to probably arrange where the parking spot was, knowing that he could only walk a certain distance to the podium. That's the yes, Macho like Man we're talking about. Macho, Nacho Man. <laughs> Yeah. Prick him and he bleeds cheese sauce on his hand. Yeah. Um. Alky, alky man. He's a fucking raging alcoholic. That son of a fucking bitch. These fucking traitors. These fucking traitors. And you know what? With these red hats. Did and- you see when I got into it with, uh, what's her face? Jen Ellis? 
Oh no, you got into and it with Devin's Jen- cow followed me. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Okay. Yeah, what happened with Ellis? I want to hear about she Ellis. She was trying to go after uh Molly Jong fast and yeah. you know, she's talking about all the advances that, you know, Jenna has made in her career and mm-hmm. how Molly's just a you know, a hack writer at a left-wing rag. And I was like, "Ma'am, <laughs> Until you got COVID from sitting too close to Rudy Giuliani, I didn't know Jenna Ellis from Jenna Jameson. <laughs> Turns out one t- <laughs> one gets fucked by giant throbbing dicks for a living, and the other's Jenna Jameson. <laughs> Wait, we get one of these. Yeah. And that was when Devin's cow followed me. It was a big day. <laughs> Devin's cow. That's awesome. Yeah, Devin Nunes got the uh, Medal of Freedom. How about the that? The Medal of Freedom. <laughs> Sorry, nice. I couldn't resist. Very, very. Oh, get another one of these. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, meanwhile, uh, just for my listeners, the Clean Phone, the top brand in UV sanitizing, it's radioactive, people. It's now offering their <laughs> top rated, top selling, best reviewed wand product at 50% off and free two day shipping. The Clean Phone wand is a handheld UV sanitizer that helps you eliminate 99.9% of bacteria and kill viruses in seconds on virtually any service. It uses the same proven sanitizing technology employed by hospitals. Use it on packages, groceries, keyboards, tablets, money, your cat. It doesn't matter. Take it with you everywhere at 50% off and free two day shipping for a limited time. It's the perfect gift for anyone who needs it. It's super portable, and with days of battery life, you can take it anywhere and make sure your environment is clean and safe. COVID cases are on the rise, so get the Clean Phone wand at 50% off now. Oh, and by the way, they're going to take 60% off a second wand. So if you buy the first wand at 50% off, you can get a second wand for 60% off. Go to thenewdealshop.com. That's thenewdealshop.com. Thank you. The Bob Seska Show. Oh yeah, you know I have really high-end headphones, mm-hmm. and they're t- they're turning to dust now because of the low end on this song. This is Freak Bass, the great Freak Bass, uh, "Minute to Forever," the Tobias remix. This is a uh, a remix of his uh, of a song he recorded on his 2003 album, "The Air Is Fresher Underground." Uh, Freakbass.com, one of our faves here on the show. Link in the description to support Freakbass and all of the indie bands here that we're playing as we uh, move through uh, the month of January with another indie music countdown coming up at the end of the month. And I almost forgot that I did that show. The indie music countdown has been so long <laughs> since we've had one. Uh, so there you go. Okay, getting back into uh, everything that went down yesterday. Uh, one of the silver linings in all these events is that Twitter suspended Donald Trump. Finally. Yeah. Facebook too. Finally, after it's too yeah, late, he's yeah, off and Facebook until after the inauguration. No, no, no. They've now he's he's upped it to indefinitely. Indefinitely. Yeah. yeah. This is uh, all great news. Uh, it's a little late for it. Yeah, you think? <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm I'm glad it's actually happened. Here's yeah. Facebook's statement. Oh, this is actually a statement from Mark Zuckerberg himself. The shocking events of the last 24 hours clearly demonstrate that President Donald Trump intends to use his remaining time in office to undermine the peaceful and lawful transition of power to his elected successor, Joe Biden. His decision to use his platform to condone rather than condemn the actions of his supporters at the Capitol building has rightly disturbed people in the U.S. and around the world. We removed these statements yesterday because we judged that their effect and likely their intent would be to provoke further violence. Yes. Following the certification of the election results by Congress, the priority for the whole country must be now to uh, ensure that the remaining 13 days and the days after inauguration pass peacefully and in accordance with established democratic norms. It's amazing that a guy who's the head of a social media company is saying these things now. I just it's so so weird that okay, we got to get Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook to help us guarantee the peaceful transition of power. It's so bizarre. But he goes on to say here, over the last several years, we have allowed President. 
Trump to use our platform consistent with our own rules, at times removing content or labeling his posts when they violate our policies. We did this because we believe that the public has a right to, uh, to the broadest possible access to political speech, even controversial speech. But the current context is now fundamentally different involving use of our platform to incite violent insurrection against a democratically elected government. Well, okay, I'll take it. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, and justice is not equal on Facebook. He I just want to be... Yeah. I recognize his writing style. Somebody wrote that for him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was his legal department. you're reading Zuckerberg, <laughs> Zuckerberg yeah. talks in buzzwords, and it's like when you hold a seashell up to, the, up to your ear, you just ultimately hear the sound of the ocean. Yeah. It's just like, you know quantumentize and strategize and we're gonna you know do a like what's the word i'm looking for they love um it's sim <laughs> i don't know oh come on help me out guys it's when you synergize things synergize, oh yeah. my god middle management loves them some synergize oh yeah horrible yeah, if you ever want to i make think a it was legal suits, i think it was his legal department at, uh, because probably. of how he he how it's worded is to keep any lawsuits away from him. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is another example where justice is not equal in this country. I mean, Kimberly Johnson's, I mean, all of her uh, Facebook pages, her personal profile and the pages she managed were all permanently deleted. Why? Without warning, by the way. And why was that? Because she was sharing the same posts across all of her pages. And that's it. That's what just, got all of her pages deleted, and they have it merely triggered suspended. a spam thing. Yeah. But they should have been able to have a like talk with her about that to explain yes. what's going on. Yes, it was just so authoritarian and arbitrary. Right, right. Um, yeah. But yeah. what I was just thinking is that you know these the Trumpers with the evil thoughts, mm-hmm. like, and everybody has evil thoughts. And I've mentioned before that I feel like for them it's like chewing tobacco or smoking or taking crystal meth. They know it's bad. Yeah, it makes them feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody stops them. Yeah, like they and they, and when they find a place that stops them, they get completely outraged about it. Mm-hmm. But it, because everywhere else, Facebook, home, work, you know, they're allowed to do this without any form of sanctioning. And yeah. so when any form of sanctioning comes down to them that wants to reel them back into the re- the bounds of appropriate society, they start screaming about their rats. Yeah, yeah, and how we're censoring them. But I, I, I do feel like the fact that people are like, okay, you shouldn't say that. Well, I can say it on Facebook. Well, that's been kind of – that's one leg of their table of self-justification that's been sawed off. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If that makes any sense at all. Well, because it's like they get the message that they're not welcome from a certain segment of us, liberal media and, and our friends. But you know, it's still acceptable in the main place they go, Facebook and Twitter. Right, right. And meantime, that's the platform where they're doing a lot of this who me bullshit, where they're deferring blame to other people. Oh, this wasn't us. Well, we had nothing to do with this. Trump had nothing to do with this. It was just, it was Antifa. It was, I mean, look, the Democrats were out breaking windows. Why can't we go out and break some windows too? You fucking hypocrites. I mean, that's their argument right now. That breaking the window of a fucking Chipotle in Portland, Oregon is the same as, you know, hundreds of people storming the U.S. Capitol and occupying the Senate fucking chamber. This is the false equivalence that they deal with. This is the fucking disinformational nonsense that they uh, market in. But then uh, this is bizarre. Okay, so we know that Donald Trump has been suspended from Twitter, but his uh, social media guy, Dan Scavino, posted this uh, earlier today. This is a statement by President Donald J. Trump on the electoral certification, which happened overnight in Congress. Quote, even though I totally disagree with the outcome of the election and the facts bear me out, nevertheless, there will be an orderly transition on January 20th. I have always said we would continue our fight to ensure that only legal votes were counted. While this represents the end of the greatest first term in presidential history, go fuck yourself. It's <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, a, <laughs> it's only the beginning. Uh, you always, whenever you mention Scavino, you have to mention that he's the golf caddy. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. He's well, the one that is like that's how he got his position. He was a good caddy. Mm-hmm. Right, and um, he does but, a lot. I mean, I'm sure he wrote this. I'm sure this was him writing something for Trump because Trump is going batshit. I mean, that's the report that was coming out all day yesterday. I think uh, Jim Acosta from CNN first reported that Donald Trump is going crazy and White House staffers are just like running for the hills. I mean, but you know what? Look, we've heard that a lot. 
Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it really never amounts to anything. And that goes back to something I was saying uh, with Buzz on Tuesday. Donald Trump should not be allowed to walk away from this and have a normal life after it's all over. No fucking I way. I mean, Absolutely not. And, and of course, it means that I will be driving my car around to wherever he is in the country and finding ways to fuck with him. <laughs> I will do it. I'll make a web series out of it. Where's he eating tonight? You got the official schedule? Let me go talk to the staff. Well, what's going to happen is I think there's going to be comeuppance for this. Uh, You know, my maxim for the last four years has been Trump always makes things worse for Trump. Well, not only did his actions and the actions of his supporters negate whatever effort they were going to make in Congress to screw with the electoral vote, but also this is going to get Donald Trump an even worse legal jeopardy because... The F- First of all, the FBI is on this. And also, by the way, the other news that came down yesterday, looks like looks like Merrick Garland is going to be the next attorney general. Yeah. <laughs> I caught some pissy little notes about that in um, uh, Turtle Face, Mitch McConnell's speech when yes. he was doing his thing before all hell broke loose. And he was just like, petty grievances brought around back into this August chamber. I'm like, bitch, <laughs> you didn't give him his shot. He ain't going away. Yeah, no. And he's Glenn Kirshner uh, sang his praises today on Stephanie's show, and uh, Sally Yates sang his praises yesterday on Twitter. Yeah. So he was a prosecutor before and worked for the DOJ before. Yeah. So he's got that, and he's he. I think Kirshner said he may be quiet, but he's mighty. Yeah. Well. Um. So I mean, I I would I would have loved Sally Yates. You know, Glenn Kirshner for that matter. I would have loved Sally Yates. Mm -hmm. Sally Yates will have some good role. Yeah. She will. Too charismatic. I think part of the deal with the you know you don't want too charismatic, and attention grabbing an AG. Mm -hmm. Right. Um. Yeah. You want someone who kind of you know is a figure atop a mountain of jurisprudence. Right. Um, and he's he's got the he's got the fortitude to do it. And, and and after today, I mean, I know Chuck Schumer has already called for either the 25th Amendment or impeachment and conviction. Chuck Schumer today is calling for one of the two. Oh, yes. And he said, and if you he said today, if you do not remove him, cabinet and vice president, we will impeach him again. So yes. Schumer's mad. And he's never no, that. Schumer, I mean, yeah, he's never like that. The New Yorker's coming out in him all of a sudden. Um, <laughs> he's really, really I mean, pissed. And I've never heard him talk like that. that. Had that same accent. Yeah. Oh, he was just like a machine gun of profanity. Yeah. He's just like, you goddamn motherfucking. You know, it's just like, (laughs) yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. One of of the things I love about Chuck Schumer is when he gestures with his hands, he looks at his hands while he's gesturing. That's just one of the the things I noticed about Schumer. But he released a statement yesterday that was pretty forceful. He said, uh, what happened to the U.S. Capitol yesterday was an insurrection against the United States incited by the president. The president should not hold office any longer. Uh, the quickest and Do you know most why he's doing that? Why? To remind himself not to make fists. They tell you, <laughs> oh, no, I see what you're saying. You're going back politi- to what I was just saying. Political right. speaking, uh-huh. they tell you fists are bad. Right. Oh, yeah, fists yeah. Fists make bad. Like, fists are like bully. You know, like, unless it's like Josh Hawley and you're doing it to like first response workers or farmers that have barely survived, mm. it's a salute. But a fist inside the square box of the podium looks too Hillary. Oh, I see. So he's like, when he does that, he's he's dying to make a fist. Yeah. Think about where he's doing it, the emphasis points. Yeah. And he's telling his hands, don't make fists. Go on. So uh, he's calling for the invocation of the 25th Amendment. Um, yeah, because it's faster. A, yeah, it's faster. And uh, he said if the vice president and the cabinet refuse to stand up, Congress should reconvene to impeach the president. Uh, Nancy Pelosi sent the House of Representatives home uh, today. She'll bring him back. if Because I know Ilhan Omar, Ted Lieu, and if it, like a, AOC, another, yeah. uh, like a half a dozen or more. Uh, representatives have already filed to start the With procedure. The FBI. Yeah. No, no, in, impeachment articles. Impeachment They've already articles. introduced in, Oh, Elon Omar articles. got them started. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, that's begun. And I, that's why Chuck Schumer is saying the 25th Amendment, because there's a whole procedure that, to me, it's like put the vote to the floor, vote on it, send it to the fucking Senate, vote on it. Exactly. <laughs> and in the meantime, build a hundred Robocops to fucking guard the Congress. Yeah. Yeah, I don't Jesus. understand. Again, it, it was just. I was just screaming. I think we were all screaming. Like, where's law enforcement? Where are they? 
And, you know, after it's too late, after they're hanging off the fucking railings, hanging off the walls in the Senate chamber and running off with the House podium and getting their pictures taken and Nancy Pelosi's office and all the rest of it. I mean, there uh, were people who were I'm shot. i find that the, fucking cracker. The, I will find him. Yeah. The one with his nasty ass feet up on the, on the speaker's desk. Buddy, I don't know who you are. What? I don't know where you came from. Oh, well, we I don't know, know who he is problems your ma- mom and dad had that made you this way. Yeah. But I have a very special set of skills, especially for dealing <laughs> with scumbags like you. Well, here's the Watch thing, though. Back. Kirshner, because he used to work in D.C. and do um, literally do arrest report stuff mm-hmm. um, to decide who when he would look over the reports to see who to charge and who not to charge. Yeah. And he said basically what happened yesterday, because the guard wasn't there in time because of Donald Trump and finally Pence and Pelosi said, get them fucking here. Yeah. Um, uh, because the National Guard was not there on when they should have been, because they were because the D.C. police was understaffed, the Capitol Police apparently in concert with these rioters and terrorists were letting them in. What happened was because when you arrest somebody, there's a lot, you take at least one police officer off the streets Mm -hmm. in order to do the paperwork at that moment. So he basically said, look, there were fewer, there were only 50 arrests yesterday because they wanted to keep as many cops on scene until the guard got there to shut everything down because they needed the help. Therefore, that's why all these pictures of everybody is going out now to go find that guy, find that guy, arrest that guy, arrest that guy, Mm. because now they have the time to do the paperwork that's necessary. That's why he said there weren't that many people arrested yesterday, which should have happened. But unfortunately, because the fucking president, not unfortunately, on brand, he decided not to do his job. Yeah, yeah. Well, there were... You know, Unite the Right rally, the weeks after that were very fun. Because, I mean, you know, I was working in a, a media organization and things would pop up on Twitter and some of my friends have facial recognition software that they probably shouldn't have access to and stuff. We were tracking those fuckers down. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it was just that's, at one point I was like, dude, these are not an organized group of people. They're not they don't s- present a tactically significant number mm-hmm. like they can scatter out and do like little pop-ups and things like this thing yesterday, but there's not enough of them because when they were in Charlottesville, I mean, half of them were from Northern California, Idaho, Nevada, Nevada, um, you know, just all over the country to make a thousand of them. And I'm glad you I brought, I'm glad you brought up the facial recognition thing because there was a report in the Washington Times yesterday where they said that they contacted a facial recognition agency, which then in turn uh, determined that I think two of the insurrectionists were from Antifa. This was the report in the New York Times. And then, of course, Laura Ingram, Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity were repeating this report. And then today we find out that this facial recognition company itself released a statement saying the Washington Times story was completely fucking bogus. They they did not talk to the Washington Times. The Washington Times made it up. They fucking made it up. And yep. now it's a but thing. But those are like Rice Krispies. It's just some noise to throw into the mix until, you know, to just try to find some. I mean, they must have been desperate by 6 p.m. yesterday yeah. to find some way to make this Biden's fault. Right. Or to, you know, and um, so they're like, well, maybe we could invent some Antifa. And they found some guy who heard, talked to some guy who was at the examiner who probably has been knocking around there for 10 years just playing Minesweep on his computer and fantasizing about Japanese schoolgirls getting tentacles shoved into them. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Like, Here's your chance, buddy. You know, um, yeah. And they know that these defenses are just going to get popped like slime bubbles because they're just destiny. They're like, you know, temporary. Uh, distractions. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's working less and less for them. Yeah. Well, um, I'm really interested to see how the Trumps end up operating publicly from this point forward, because I don't think I think things have changed significantly for the Trumps after yesterday. They know that. Yeah, we know that. A bunch of people in between haven't figured that out yet. Oh, yeah, you're exactly fucking right. I mean, there are still millions and millions and millions, up to 74 million of them, uh, mm-hmm. who are still on board with the entire Donald Trump cult. They're still operating today. They're still making excuses for him today. They're still loyal to him today. They're loyal to the MAGA movement. They still want to overturn this thing. I don't know that it's over yet. They've got a no. taste for it. They may do mm-hmm. it again. Malcolm Nance was forecasting that they're going to do it with 
with state houses now, state legislatures. You know, this has all been a roadmap for how you subvert the federal government. You just walk in and you take it over because you're and white take and they'll you back let in you. time. Yeah. To 2018 when those assholes, the Proud Boys, would announce that they were going to do a rally at a park somewhere and mm-hmm. there would be maybe 36 of them and then 36,000 counter protesters showed up. They, I mean, we outnumber them and we are just as angry. We've just been showing restraint so far. And if they want to, if they want to fuck around and find out, yeah. they will. Because I just, you know, people are sick of their garbage. They've been able to use the intimidation and they're just like, woo, 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 what we're doing is so forbidden and scary and Nazi that most people don't even want to get their hands dirty with it. But I'm not worried about getting that on the outside of my boxing gloves at all. <laughs> Wipes right off. Yeah, um, yeah. And I just, I feel like anytime that they feel like they're going to have a, sh- a great show of strength, they don't understand just how, I mean, you know, if the military had really decided to go move in on the Capitol yesterday, white or black, they would be dead bodies. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like kid gloves, those assholes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, did you see the woman that was being helped down the stairs by a Capitol police officer? Oh, yeah. Right. It's just Helped uh, down the fucking stairs. In- I'm sorry. Inexcusable. Inexcusable. Uh, yeah, I know. It, I know. It's a peace officer's job when confronted with a wounded person to get them to safety no matter what side they're on. Yeah. And you no, know, she was walking out on her own. She was one of the people that broke into the goddamn building. Yeah. I mean, I saw an entire cavalcade of these insurrectionists being let out mm-hmm. without any cable ties mm-hmm. or handcuffs or anything mm-hmm. on their hands or arms. Walking out between two velvet ropes as if they were mm-hmm. just a fucking tour group that was there for the day to <laughs> see the out house a bottle trailer. service. Yeah, yeah, right. fucking exactly. I mean, were they able to stop by the gift shop at least? God damn it! God damn. Okay, we're gonna take a, a short break and come back with uh, more show right after these words. You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business proudly creating our vegan-friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours. Visit BubbleGenius.com and check out our cause-related items too, like our global warming soap and a lot more. We donate our proceeds for those items to worthy causes, like organizations combating climate change and mountaintop removal mining. Good stuff like that. We also send our products to the troops overseas through our Buy a Soldier a Shower campaign. Because the least we can do is keep them smiling and smelling great, right? So visit BubbleGenius.com and feel good and clean. Bubble Genius, doing our part to make the world a better place, one bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com. Bob Seska! brand new recording artist on the show. This is the great Luke LeBlanc and his single called Gone. It's the name of the song. LukeLeBlanc.com Link in the description to support Luke's work and uh, Freakbase's work too and all of our indie bands here on the show, right? Okay. Getting back into things here. You know, I was thinking about um, the, the, you know, sort of the thing that I've been beating to death over the past several months, which is the fact Besides that... Besides your penis. <laughs> that too. Uh, no, but I mean, what I was thinking about is that w- what we were seeing yesterday is kind of an extreme illustration of what I'm most concerned about, which is these people 
infiltrating Congress, but doing so as elected officials. I mean, that's the thing that terrifies me the most is that all these people yeah. are going to go and they're going to run for office and, and many of them are already in. We already have members of QAnon, QAnon disciples in the House of Representatives. We already have monsters like Josh Hawley and Louis Gohmert and all the rest of them uh, in the halls of Congress already. And of course, because of gerrymandering and all the rest of it, th- there are many, many more who could make that transition unless we are absolutely vigilant. And that's the main thing in all of this. Yeah. There are many, many more young, powerful, charismatic candidates like Warnock and Ossoff waiting in the wings that will be inspired by the example we've seen in Georgia. Yeah. Because I mean, mean, they're not the fallout from Georgia. It's going to, I mean, it's one of those things. It's like when Trump was first elected and you kept thinking of things over the next four days, we are like, Oh my God, the Supreme court. Oh my God. You know, like, yeah, it, it, but it's the opposite thing, and then you're like, you know, the fallout from that is just going to continue to have like exponential outward effects. Do you oh, know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, absolutely. And so, look, we need to make sure that our priorities are aligned here. We need to make sure that our priorities are where they need to be, which is not necessarily getting involved with like intramural like shovel fights over bullshit. What we need to do is focus on the things that, quite frankly, Stacey Abrams is focused on. Registering Mm -hmm. as many voters as you possibly can and making it easy for them to vote legally. That's the entire uh, secret sauce here. That's what needs to be happening at the 50 state level. So you take what Stacey Abrams has done in Georgia and you franchise it out to all the rest of the fucking states and then amplify it and then add to it. And then, you know, I think we have a shot of making sure that these red hats don't return. But as I said, again, as sworn in members of Congress, and that is the, that is the terrifying scenario in all this, that the Trump people, whether it's actual people named Trump are going to come in and try again because we know Lara Trump is going to run for Senate, I think, in, I want to say, South Carolina or North Carolina. One, one of the Carolinas. One of the Carolinas, yeah. And then. Carpetbagger. If she can run there, I can. Yeah. She's a carpetbagger. Yeah. My dad was born in South Carolina, <laughs> and my cousin was a governor of North Carolina. Mm hmm. God, wouldn't that be fun, you guys? Even if I got, like, just wiped out in the, in, the, in the primaries to just, like, for a couple weeks to be able to just fire missiles straight at Lara, Lara Trump. Yeah. Me in a suit. <laughs> well, look, there's another opportunity, too, because I think Ivanka is going to try to run for Senate from Florida. I mean, this is all from prior to the insurrection yesterday. So this is something It would that- be a smarter choice for me because I know people in politics in South and North Carolina. Yeah. Is the thing. Like, I mean, I, I am kind of really considering this right now. I know this sounds silly. But if some idiot like that can do it, I can eat her alive. Go on. See what you <laughs> what, what you should do, David, is register as a Republican so you could run against Ivanka in the primary in Florida. Because isn't Florida closer? Aren't you closer to uh, the Florida border than you no, are to the Carolinas? No, North Carolina is okay. Well, the Florida Florida is like a telescope. Yeah. right? I'm close to the eyepiece, mm. not out at the big lens at the end where she's going to be based in Miami. Oh, I see. I'm actually closer to points of Texas than I am to Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm close to close to North Carolina. It's oh, okay. Like a two and a half hour drive to Charlotte. So that's um, much more convenient for disruption purposes. Excellent. Exactly. Yeah. So you want to have do, if you're going to disrupt things, make sure it's within driving distance. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, okay, so here's some more good news. You want to talk about silver linings and all this? Shopify mm-hmm. has uh, officially ended its relationship with the Trump merch platform. So everywhere the Trumps are using Shopify to sell their fucking awful swag, that's gone now. No more. Go back to Cafe Press. Yeah. <laughs> back to Zazzle. <laughs> that's right. Uh, meanwhile, Chad Wolf, this is a weird development. Yeah. Chad Wolf's nomination for Secretary of DHS, uh, because he had only been acting for all this time. So right. Ch- Chad Wolf's been doing horrendous shit just as in an acting. In porn films? Yeah. I'm pretty <laughs> sure there is a gay porn actor named I thought Chad Lynn Wolf. Wood was a porno star. <laughs> God, that's, that'd be so funny. Uh, but Chad Wolf's nomination has been withdrawn by Trump because Wolf opposed the insurrection yesterday. Elaine Chow so just So that means there resigned. was a plan about it. They were, I mean, this was not just mm-hmm. a spawn. I mean, that was, a, hence all this shuffling around of the DVD, I think. And, I mean, the DVD. 
the Department of Defense, the DOD. Yeah. And this is why I think <laughs> he needs DVD. to be removed from office yeah. today, right. tomorrow. Right. I mean, before he can execute what – because they were just walking around like they were at a cookout yesterday. Well, okay, and, you guys, um, a couple of people – Elaine Chow just resigned. Oh, my God. And she was – she was transportation. transportation. She was, she's we cabinet get some ma- big she's, scandals there. Well, hold no, 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 no. A bunch of cabinet members are starting to resign because they don't want to invoke the Twenty Fifth Amendment. Oh, fucking cowards! Are you? Fucking I'm saying that's a, that's my thoughts on the matter. That's not what she said. But okay. when you've got you know Chad Wolf's nomination being pulled, you know, not that he was going to. I mean, why why even have a nomination thirteen days away from him ending his fucking reign on? of terror yeah but um no if if more cabinet members start to resign in the next 24 hours it's because they don't want to vote for the 20 it's gotta be because why why resign 13 days out why the fuck who cares you know it's really she's claiming it's because of the wedding planner and social girls that were like this could devolve on us first they were like (laughs) could they probably there there might be emails attached with them they were like zip yesterday they were just like i didn't sign up for anything that's not this pretty well, I mean, it's 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 if more cabinet members do that are actual cabinet members and not acting secretaries start to resign, this suggests to me because there's only 13 days left. What the fuck? Why? Um, it suggests to me that they do not want to vote to remove Trump from office. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, I was hearing rumors that uh, Mnuchin was supporting. You put the 20- bell on the cat. You put the bell on the cat. You- <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there were all kinds of rumors about a 25th Amendment thing happening, although I don't know mm-hmm. how that exactly works in this case. And also, how fucking cowardly is it that only now, when there are, how many days did I say until inauguration? We're 13, 13. days from mm-hmm. the inauguration, and now they're they're doing all Who of cares? this? Now they're yeah. protesting? Now I mean, a warning? Now exactly. when we've had an autumn, almost literal Reichstag fire in the House of Congress. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Jesus. Well, and, Barr knew it was coming, that's why he resigned before this oh yeah bill barr was yeah bill barr fucking condemned the hell out of trump today but too little too late i mean he's already been he's already enabled trump for years and years and years he allowed trump to get away with the russia shit allowed trump to get away with all kinds of things we don't even know about yet and i have one important question for both of you okay are you scared Miguel, do you think this is just like the clown show coming to town for a day no, oh, they're, no. they're going to be back on Inauguration Day, so I hope to God that Joe Biden has decided to do his swearing in indoors in a fucking bunker for all I care. Yeah. Because there were armed just, people around Brad Raffensperger's house. Yes, the, he had to be oh. taken to safety, from what I heard. Oh, but no, it's, By the way, I listened to you and Kimberly battling with the function <laughs> of his name on her episode. and it It's Perger. Is, it's like Raphael, okay, like Raffin, like Raffensperger. It's like Perger, like isn't it, with a but P? It's spelled, but it's like Asperger's. <laughs> you, okay. It's a German letter that's somewhere between a B and a P, and they right. use the P, but it uh, still sounds kind of like a B. Well, see, what what happened is Greg Palast calls him Raffensperger because oh. he keeps purging him, voters. I've heard him say his name. Oh, Raffensperger, yeah, okay. Because he that's purges funny. voters. So I think that's why that, that Tom Hartman thinks that's how his name is actually pronounced. No. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, no. And then when I heard the, the other election official talk about Raffensperger the other day, then I realized that was how you pronounce his name. Because I'm like, until I hear him do it, I don't know how to pronounce his name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rule of thumb. This is what you will always learn as a radio announcer. If you get a weird name, you take a picture of it in your mind and imagine the easiest possible way right. to get it out of your mouth. Because names are like coins. Like they Josh Mankiewicz. A- I can't read it, but I can say it. <laughs> Right. I can or, say it, but if you if you put his name, his last name in front of me, I cannot read it. Right. You just it go for it's like Sersha, mm-hmm. that you know actress from Ireland who's in Dairy Girls, and it's like S A O R S I E. Yeah, and, well, but, I thought there was at least one J in there somehow. <laughs> and a Q. You gotta go. It's but names get said over and over and over and over and over, and the spiky edges wear off. They they become like coins. They get smoother right. and smoother. Oh, I see. And so I went from being Ferguson. To Ferguson. Oh, right, right. right. Yeah. yeah. I went from Seska to Seska. No, you went <laughs> from Cheska. Cheska to Seska. Yeah. Oh, to Seska. Right. Yeah, I forgot. I, my, name, my mom's name is Carol with a C, not Carol with a K, because Carol with a K goes K, not K. Uh, 
<laughs> is that a song? It was Eliza song. Her name was Liza with a Z, not Liza with an oh, S. Gotcha. And so my mom did a takeoff on it with Liza. Well, speaking of people with unusual last names, here's a, uh, a, a tweet from Rachel Bittacoffer, our friend Rachel Bittacoffer, the doc. Uh, she writes here, oh, yeah, Trump's executive order on desecration of federal property. Every single one of those traitors committed 10-year felonies. Yep. Many yep. multiple counts. So, suck it. Doodle. I can't believe this didn't get a, uh, a bigger workout on the show today. Fuck them. That or... Fuck you! Yeah, I think those two drop-ins were completely neglected throughout the course of today's show. And if, if there was a show in which I should have beaten them I'm to death... I'm fucking sorry, man. <laughs> Fuck Do you know what it feels like? I feel like we are people who jointly own a property and the tenants are leaving finally. Yeah. And the fact that they spilled an 80-gallon <laughs> bucket of tar across the driveway and ruined the pool is just like, well, we're getting rid of them. Just get them out. Get them out. Right. Holy shit. That's right. We'll People make were, it into a tennis court. Yeah, these fucking tenants were cooking meth in the living room, and now we've got to go in there and clean it all up. That's the problem. They're moving out, Somebody but we got to... Somebody tried to dissolve a body in the bathtub. <laughs> That's exactly... Oh, <laughs> uh, Mrs. Lippman. Mrs. Lippman upstairs in the bathtub, all disintegrated, right? Uh, shit. Yeah, Mrs. L- that, that's the kind of shit that I remember. The obscure character from Silence of the Lambs who's, uh, you know, disintegrating in the bathtub. And I, ca- I can't remember what I did yesterday. So, there you go. That's what, I'm, I'm coming up on 50 years old. I guess this is what happens. Oh, okay. it gets worse. Have you not been coming up on 50 years old for about six years now? Probably, <laughs> yeah, that's about He's right. still younger than I am. Y'all are still younger than I am. I'm the oh, old lady here. Uh, but you I would babysat me. Definitely turned 50 this year. That's for sure. I'm not forgetting that, unfortunately. Okay, uh, we're doing the post-mortem show. This is coming up next on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash show. When this music is done playing, we keep on talking. That is called the post-mortem show. It's bonus content for you if you subscribe to our Patreon page for $5 a month. $5 a month. You won't even notice it leaving your checking account. $5 a month gets you two post-mortem shows every week, plus a whole lot more, plus a lot of surprises. You don't want to miss it. Patreon.com slash Bob Seska Show. Meanwhile, T-Rex is at astralsummer.bandcamp.com. Jody Ferguson is at from dash the dash Jody Ferguson? David, we got married. not married yet. Oh, did I say Jody Ferguson? Oh, shit. See, that's my problem. Okay, folks, bye-bye.